joy, grief, and fear. As we struggle to understand why Mead was taken from this earth so early, I feel compelled to share the impact that he had on me and my family. Mead and I have been friends since college, a period spanning 35 years. His was my second family, and he's been my second brother through that whole time. I adored his family and him mine. I couldn't possibly count the number of smiles and laughs that we shared. He helped me to be a better person, and our friendship allowed me to see the world through his eyes. A world where we all see the best in each other, and I've known no greater privilege than to call him my friend. Sadly, I lost someone else very close to me just over a year ago, my youngest daughter, Sarah. Sarah adored Meade, and he treated her like one of his own. As I contemplated Meade's unexpected passing, I was struck by the similarities between Sarah and him, and the way that they viewed the world. They both had outsized personalities, big, genuine smiles that brightened the world around them, hearts that burst with joy and love for all humanity. I watched them take on the burdens of others and make those burdens their own, easing someone's pain or helping them through a crisis, leaving them with a feeling of hope and happiness, knowing that someone else truly cared, and they made it look effortless. Pragmatic positivity, as Meade would say, and true compassion. Sarah was a budding professional race car driver, a lioness on the track, as her coach would say. At 19, she was already a regular on the podium and getting faster every week. She lived at the track. When she wasn't at work selling racing helmets and gloves, she was looking for another opportunity to go faster, whether on a regular racetrack, a skid pad, or an autocross event. Any car, anytime, anywhere. Sarah had finally found her passion. And it was a passion that inspired others to be better, to try harder, and to be kind to everyone around them along the way. She spread joy like sunshine, bright and limitless. And so did Meade. So the irony that such a skilled driver like Sarah could be killed in a traffic accident while driving home from work was not lost on me. And so it is with Meade. How can someone so young and fit just drop dead at such a young age. We're left grief-stricken and searching for answers. After Sarah's accident, I hopped on the next plane down to Florida so that I could be with her sister when I delivered the awful news. And then I called Meade. He was my next call. And he was just as stunned then as I am now. Yet in the aftermath of Sarah's accident, I was confronted with a new fear something I'd never considered before or experienced. It's a fear of being alone, that losing a child would cause friends and family to feel awkward around me. They wouldn't know what to say. They wouldn't know how to act. I mean, after such a loss, you can be overwhelmed with love and support from family and friends far and near. But after a short while, that support fades. I've seen it happen with other families who've lost someone unexpectedly. A child, a wife, a husband, a partner. Every time you see that person, it makes you feel sad. You imagine the grief that they must be feeling and experiencing, but you're somehow grateful that it's not your own. And the only thing worse than experiencing that grief might be the fear that you're going to face that grief alone. 
and yet Meade remained steadfast as ever, checking in on me religiously, including me in spontaneous events, inviting me to his house, or sometimes just sending a brief text just to check my pulse. How you doing, he would ask. Most of the time, my response was positive, but the times I was hurting, he would stop everything to be there for me. Through me reaching out and including me, others were able to see that it was okay to talk to me. It's okay to ask tough questions, but also that it was okay to laugh and to smile and to joke around as we always had. Mead and a few other close friends continued to include me in their lives, and as a result, my circle of friends began to return to its normal previous size. I'll be forever grateful for his compassion, his friendship, and his pragmatic positivity. It helped me to find happiness in my own life again, and that happiness spread to Sarah's sister as well. We're going to be okay. The Meads family will be okay too, but they will need you, and not just for the next several weeks. So please, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to include those who have experienced loss in your lives. Even a brief text message can mean the world. Believe me, I know. Mead would say, today is a great day to be alive. Seize it. Well, Sarah had her own expression too. Every day should be a track day, she would say. I love that expression. To me, it means find your passion. Follow your dreams. Dave, Sarah, I'll miss you both all the days of my life. But grief will not control my life. And I owe that to my dear friend. I'm truly grateful, amigo, eternally grateful. Godspeed. Not so random thoughts from a grateful mind and soul, hopefully with a dose of pragmatically positive perspective and prognostication that may or may not be of use somewhere else in the universe. I'm big on gratitude, so thank you for listening. I'm big on latitude, so never stop contemplating prognosticating, learning, and growing. I'm big on attitude, so maintain a pragmatically positive perspective. And today is a great day to be alive. Seize it. (laughs) 